welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey there, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. Welcome to the channel. Uh, Today on this podcast, I'm going to mix things up a little bit. If you have been a, a listener of my podcast or if you've watched these videos before in the past, you know that typically they go about 20 to 30 minutes. However, I'm a talker, right? And even 20 to 30 minutes sometimes can feel like a lot of fluff. So I'm just telling you guys right now that going forward, I'm going to really try to cut down the time of these episodes and I'm going to try and densely pack them with as much information as possible. So I hope that's helpful for you guys. If you are on YouTube, I would love for you to post up in the comments below and let me know what you think about that. Give me some feedback. Um, so, But today we are going to be talking about prepping for a long overlanding trip. I did a video similar to this about a year ago. It was about 30 minutes long. Um, I've learned a lot since then, so this is going to be different than that video. And again, I'm going to try and make it really short and compact and full of good information that you haven't heard before. The reason that this comes up right now is this time of year, September, is when I go to the core event. I'll put a link in the description below to it. They're already sold out for this year, but maybe next year you could come. It is an amazing event. Uh, overlanding, biking, kayaking. It's up in the very upper peninsula of Michigan. It's amazing. It's put on by Northology Adventures, one of my featured partners, and it is just awesome. So without further ado, let's get into that. All Things Overlanding is brought to you by Red Arc Power Management Solutions. Rugged Bound Supply Company, rooftop tents, awnings, roof racks, and more. Overland Addict, premium overland gear. Last U.S. Bag, Overlanding Bags and Equipment, Northology Overland, Trips, and a Monthly Overlanding Magazine. All of these companies are really amazing, so I highly recommend you click through the links in the description below to learn more about each of them. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. If you're new to the channel, um, I just wanted to say welcome. Just to give you kind of a heads up about what kind of content I make here, uh, it's everything to do with overlanding, gear reviews. Um, I have an Xterra, so I talk about that. I do a lot of do-it-yourself modifications. So if you're kind of a budget overlander or like a weekend warrior, this is definitely the channel for you. Um, so make sure you click that subscribe button, click the bell to be notified when new videos drop. I do a couple videos at least a week. So I'm putting out a ton of content and hopefully it's helpful for you guys. Um, but I'd love to see you as a subscriber. Uh, check the description below for links to Facebook, Instagram, the podcast, Um, And also my Patreon page. We're getting a really cool community together over there and kind of just chatting about gear without all the elitists and the snobs and stuff. So I'd love to have you in that group as well. But let's go into my first topic for today. Um, I have talked about this one before, and I am still a huge advocate for this. When you are planning for your first longer-term overlanding trip, you know, three-plus days, four-plus days, five-plus days, not just a weekend trip, right? Um, I'm going to core, like I mentioned, 
Keweenaw Overland Adventure Retreat. It's in the very upper peninsula of Michigan. It's about 11, 12 hours away from where I live. Um, I will be leaving Wednesday morning at like 3, 4 in the morning, and I will be driving up and camping Wednesday night, camping Thursday night, camping Friday night, camping Saturday night. So I've got to really plan. I've got to plan. There's also not a lot up there, so I want to plan to have all my food. I want to have all my beer. I want to have, you know, those are the important things. Cigars, those are the things you need, right? So but all the gear that I need for that trip needs to be pre-packaged, ready to go, ready to throw in the truck, and ready to get gone without forgetting anything. So point number one is a spreadsheet. Um, I'm going to show you here kind of one of my spreadsheets that I use. Um, I will also put a link in the description below to like a template of this spreadsheet. So if you want to just, you know, make a copy of that in Google Docs and use it for yourself, I hope that's helpful. Go ahead, take it. Um, I use this thing and modify it for pretty much every trip. I like to just make a checklist with a little box that says, you know, what do I need? I also put my food on there. So like I try and think through my meals and plan for the food because that's a whole nother thing, right? Like your gear is one thing, but then just to plan for one meal, you might need some refrigerated stuff, some non-refrigerated stuff, um, different utensils, different cooking apparatus to cook that stuff, right? So there's a lot of stuff that goes into thinking about the food that will then impact the gear that you're going to use. Um, so, but again, the spreadsheet is a huge benefit just because it helps keep you honest. I pull my little laptop up and I go up and as I'm loading the truck I'm putting X's next to those things in the spreadsheet and sort of checking them off that I've loaded them in the truck so I don't forget anything. So that is topic number one, spreadsheet. Definitely, definitely highly recommend that. Uh, tip number two, piling stuff up and pre-planning in your house. Here's why. I don't live in a bad neighborhood, don't get me wrong. I'm not worried about theft necessarily, but there have been thefts almost everywhere I've ever lived. So I don't like to put all my stuff in the truck two weeks out, right? Like I don't have, like to have thousands of dollars worth of gear all packed into my truck two weeks out. Plus if I need to take my kids somewhere, if I need to do something, if I need to run to the store and get some groceries, it sucks to have all that stuff in there. So what I do, and I'll kind of show you here, is I kind of make a pile in my basement. I start to get all my stuff. I start to put it in one place. That helps me make my spreadsheet too. So back to point one, it's easier to see it all there. It's easier to inventory it. Um, it's it just makes it easier to kind of see what you got and see how much room it's going to take up. It also mentally for me is an easier way to kind of visualize where everything's going to go in the truck. So as it's sitting there and, and I can see it in 3D, I'm like, oh, is this all going to fit in the back seat or does some of it need to go in the drawers or, you know, am I going to have to use my front seat? Where is all this stuff going to go? Um, so definitely like setting it out having it all there. I also use that opportunity to charge stuff. So if you've got camera gear, if you've got flashlights, lanterns, that sort of stuff, anything that you need to charge before the trip, by stacking it up near an electrical plug, you can also then sort of cycle things through. And just as I'm down here at night watching TV or whatever, I can look at my gear and I can say, oh, the flashlight's charged up. Let me switch this micro USB to my lantern or let me switch it to you know, my, this other piece of gear, my camera gear that I need to charge up. So it serves dual purposes in that you can charge everything. You can be aware of your charge levels on those things and it lets you visualize and see the gear and have it ready to go when you're ready to take the trip. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, tip number three. Um, cleaning out your vehicle and inventorying what you've got. This has bit me in the butt multiple times where I assume because I have a drawer system like 
I, in my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, I had toilet paper left at the end of last trip. Oh yeah, I had bags for my trash last time. I had bags for my toilet last time. I had, you know, two cans of chili. I had three packs of ramen, two instant mashed potatoes. Like in my mind, I feel like I have a really good grasp on this stuff. And multiple times I've gone on a trip and been completely wrong. Not had toilet paper, not had trash bags, not had cooking gear because I left it out of the truck. Like you cannot, I, I, in the past I have assumed that I have something and I've been incorrect about it and it has really put a damper on my, my whole trip. So I like to now, what I've learned over the last few years is I will actually run through everything in the truck. I will verify the, those important things, right? Trash bags, toilet paper, food, what are my food stores like, um, what are my seasonings like? Do I need more seasoning? Am I out of salt? Am I out of pepper? That kind of stuff. Go through all my stuff in my drawers and just verify what I've got. Refill them all. Clean out the truck. Because, you know, a lot of times I'm lazy. We're all kind of lazy probably. Sometimes it's easier just to leave your gear in. If you know you're going again in a few weeks, sometimes it's easier just to leave your folding table or your chairs in there and be like, yeah, I got those. But then if they're all piled up and you don't take it apart and check it, you may get out to camp and realize you don't even have a chair to sit in or you didn't bring your table or your toilet or toilet paper, you know? Um, so again, the kind of the best practice, in my opinion, is take everything out of the truck, everything within reason, right? Things that you don't have to take out, don't take out, but maybe inventory them, refill them. And just then once you've done the refill, you know that all the things that you keep in your truck all the time are good, like toilet paper or food, whatever. Um, but yeah, definitely clean it out. I also, I, you know, my truck's 16 years old. I don't care so much whether it's dirty or not, but I also don't want it to just be full of leaves and dirt and mud and stuff. So I will often take that opportunity too, just to clean out the truck, throw a shop vac in there, sweep it all out. Maybe take the rubber floor mats out and spray them down with the pressure washer, right? Like just get it all kind of at least mildly cleaned up, not detailed or anything, but just cleaned up enough that then I'm not going in filth when I take my next trip. All right. So tip number four. Um, checking fluids and doing maintenance. This is something that I've talked about before. This is something that I think everybody talks about. If you are going on a vehicle-reliant, long-distance, long-term trip, again, even three or four days, right? You're going to be relying on that vehicle for that whole time. If you need an oil change to be done, you need to be thinking about that a few weeks out. And you need to get it done before you go. If your fluids are low, you need to top off your windshield washer fluid, your transmission fluid. You need to check all this stuff. Brake fluid, power steering fluid, check all those things. Use your manual if you're not super into cars. That stuff is not too hard. Just topping off fluids is not too hard. Grease up joints. Check your, you know, if your UCA's upper control arms are greasable, do that. Lower control arms, if they're greasable, any of these things. Your U-joints, if they're greasable, grease them, right? Think through that stuff. Um, and make sure you take care of your vehicle. Um, if you're going to take gas with you, you need to go pre-fill up a gas tank and have a Rotopax or a, a jerry can or something with you. Have that ready to go. Um, but be cognizant of your vehicle because that is what you're going to be relying on for this whole trip, right? Um, so just take care of it and it'll take care of you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so tip number five, and I think this one's a good one and one that I didn't touch on in previous videos, but again, now I've learned more and I definitely should have. Like, this is probably one of the most important ones. Um, know your gear, okay? And I say that with 100% humility because I have gone on many trips. Again, I've told the story before and I said I'm going to keep the story short, but 
I was using the controller to spool out my winch the first couple times I used it because I did not realize that that's hard on the winch and you just need to turn the clutch, loosen the clutch, and you can manually pull the winch out and then re-engage the clutch and use it just to pull, right? Because I didn't know the gear. So I had a winch. I thought I was super fancy. I thought that I knew all this stuff. And then a friend of mine is like, what are you doing? You're going to burn out your, your uh, winch, right? So know your gear. Practice with your gear. Um, if you used your winch on the last trip or if you haven't and it's gotten up really dirty or wet or anything like that, take out your winch cable. If it's synthetic, wash it out, clean it up, you know, pull your truck back up. He'll do it the right way. Google these videos, YouTube these videos and watch videos of how to correctly spool your line on your winch and get it tensioned and ready to go so that if you are out there, you aren't worried about things malfunctioning or, or going wrong on the trail. Um, check all your gear, check your winch, make sure that it works. Check that you have all your recovery gear. All that stuff goes hand in hand with that. If you have a chainsaw, I've told this story too. I took my chainsaw out and I was all excited. I could not figure out how to start that thing because there's like four or five, six, seven, eight steps to start that thing. I just thought, I'm just going to go start it. It's easy. It's a chainsaw. How hard can it be? Didn't know what I was doing. Couldn't use the chainsaw. Ruined my whole trip, right? Could have. I ended up, you know, being able to just like make do with sticks on the ground and stuff, but I couldn't process any firewood. I, if I'd come across a downed tree, I wouldn't have been able to use my, my chainsaw. I would have had to figure something else out or turn around. Um, so know your gear, test your gear before you go on the trip. So again, I tried to pack this one full, right? I tried to give you guys some good tips, really co cohesively and consistently explained. And I tried to keep it a little bit shorter. So let me know what you guys think. Post up in the comments on YouTube. Let me know. Head over to the Patreon page or Facebook or Instagram. Drop a comment and just say, hey, you know, shoot me a message. Shoot me a direct message. Shoot me an email at allthingsoverlanding at gmail.com. Just let me know what you guys think of this format. Um, I, I kind of like it. I think that shorter is maybe better. And I think that if I can shut myself up, that it may provide you guys with more information on a shorter timetable so that you can get through more of these episodes, right? Um, so again, I hope you guys like that. I hope you enjoyed it. As I mentioned, down in the description are links to all the other channels. Come hang out on Patreon, hang out on Facebook, Instagram, listen on the podcast, watch on YouTube. I love chatting with you guys. I hope that you guys are getting a kick out of these things too. And I'm just going to keep making them. So if you don't like them, sorry, you don't have to listen either. But again, thanks to you guys that are enjoying it. Thanks for reaching out and sending me kind words and things like that. I really appreciate it. It means a lot. And I'm just loving this stuff, so I'm going to keep doing it. Um, so again, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Click that like button if you're on YouTube. Click that subscribe and bell to be notified when new videos drop. And if you're on the podcast, just keep listening, right? I love you guys. So thanks again, and we'll see you next week.